everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number eight. I am one of your four hosts, I'm Josh. Uh, sitting next to me is Greg. What's up? We got Tom. Hello. Who I about knocked out of his chair. I watched it. I watched you almost fall to your chair. I was so loud. And we got uh, we got Patrick. Hey, everybody. Uh, so tonight we are uh, hanging out after, what, a couple weeks of doing this? We haven't done this for a couple weeks? Yeah, it's been a couple been a of weeks, yep. uh, Bringing you a new movie. But tonight we're going to do something different. Tonight we're going to bring back the... Let's so talk about uh, what we've been watching for the last couple weeks. We haven't done that for a little while. You know, before we jump into that, I just want to point out that Greg is actually live with us in the studio today. I am yeah. not phoning it in. He's not, I am in person. Yeah, he, he, he's up. he's here live instead of, you know, somewhere at a, at a rest stop along I-80. <laughs> or in a Walmart. There you go. I don't hang out at Walmarts. It's called <laughs> the Spearmint Rhino. Get it right. Ooh, you, are you sure you wanted to drop that on the right gas? Sure the Monday afternoon mic? shift at the Spearmint Rhino is exclusive. Exquisite. Can we get some dollar dollar bills on that shift? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, technically, is that in Iowa or Nebraska? It's right on that border, isn't it? It's Nebraska. I, I is it Nebraska? I'm pretty sure it's Nebraska. Right. Well, that way he's not uh, committing mm-hmm. uh, federal laws then. Yes. Federal <laughs> um, <laughs> crimes. <laughs> so, uh, how's everybody doing? We're Good. Doing well. Doing well. Fantastic. Very we're well. ready to start with the what we've been watching. Yes. Who are we going to pick on tonight? Who is it going to be? I'll Who go. Who going to pick on? Oh, I know Greg's got a short list. Uh, go, Greg. Because you're going to try and limit me, I'm going to say, fuck you, and I'm going to read everything that's worth talking about. Wow. But he so, doesn't understand I'm at the board and I can take his mic out at any moment. So He could, but my leg is also a good square <laughs> shot right in the pills. Live, Greg's going to be a dick. He's like, yeah, I'll limit it to three. And then we go up and he's like, Haha, here's, fuck here's you, here 22. What is it, like three times four? I'm looking at the list right there. He's always it's, got a ridiculous I'm going to read fast. There's, there's right, only a couple right. I'm going to talk about, right. so cool. I'll read fast. Go, so, Greg. Um, I've been on a documentary kick recently. Me and uh, I've been watching uh, a couple uh, sports documentaries one was called mudbloods which is based on an actual quidditch league that was set up on the east coast uh it follows uh ucla college which i thought was actually pretty cool fuck you josh (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's really really good uh really good documentary uh for harry potter fans or if you're looking for a good sports documentary it's actually a pretty intense uh, competition that they put together. So I watched that. I watched a documentary called Fastball about fastballers in the Major League Baseball. Uh, similar to that, I watched one called Knuckleball. And then completely opposite from that, I watched the Bob Marley documentary, <laughs> which was absolutely fascinating. What was that, White Knuckleball? <laughs> one swift kick, brother, and you are down. Um, to the, uh, to the movies that I've watched, I, uh, rewatched, uh, Prince of Egypt. Um, I watched a movie called Troll Hunters. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. I have not gotten to it's see that yet. It's on my yet. list. Who, it, the guy that did Troll Hunters, what else did he do? He, he, he did, he recently did a, a big name movie and I can't fucking think of is it. Is that a foreign film? Or it is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. it's Nor- Norwegian so or Swedish or something like that. Chatterbox and I'm going to look <clears> it up. Um, a really, really interesting movie. Um, I, I liked how they put everything together. Uh, it didn't feel very fake or hokey. Um, uh, yeah, it was just a really good movie. Check that one out. And then uh, I watched a movie the other night with my wife. God bless her. She stood through the entire thing or she went through this entire thing. We watched Sausage Party. I do want to see that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. I have never felt more uncomfortable watching a movie than I have watching Sausage Party. 
just uh, when you thought it couldn't get any nastier, bleh, they stepped the line should, and took this, it even like, further. I knew that this movie was going to go, like it was going to push the envelope. I didn't realize it was going to push it into the next county. Right, right. Wow. He did the autopsy of Jane Doe, which you've seen. All right. Same yes. Okay. Yes, excellent. Um, and then just a couple TV seasons that I've been watching. Um, I I watched this uh, cartoon when I was back in college because there was nothing better on at the time that it was on. It was a show called Yu-Gi-Oh, which is based on a card game played, I believe, in Japan. Yeah. But they brought it over to America, and it was stupidly interesting. So I rewatched it because I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> and then I found another show that I had watched and I wanted to rewatch is a show called Freaks and Geeks. Love it. Oh my God. I forgot how much I like this show. Are you watching it in the correct order or the way they've got it on Netflix? The way it's listed on Netflix. Okay. <clears throat> do an internet search and watching it in the correct order, the way that it was supposed to be watched. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different take. Okay. I'll have to chat with you a little bit more about yeah. that later. Yeah. So, um, and then last night I, uh, went and saw Logan, which was extremely, you need to talk about that one. Which one? Logan. 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 I want to hear about this. I, I'm actually, I'm working on a, uh, a blog post on my, uh, my website, gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Uh, great movie. Was really impressed by it. I feel like this is the Wolverine movie that everybody's been waiting for because, Shit hits the fan and it goes. Don't go spoil it too much because everywhere. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm, it's, I'm, yeah, yeah. Just, I plan on but, seeing that and get out this weekend. It's rated R and they do not let you forget it. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave and, it at that. And that's what that's what's so great about it is Marvel has realized ever since Deadpool, we can do this and still have an audience and still make a blockbuster movie and make it relevant to the people who actually know and understand the comic books. Exactly. Exactly. It's not pigeonholing those more vicious, more vile, more um, adult type comic book characters. Right. So I, I was excited to watch it and I was very pleased with uh, how it turned out. So that is my uh, short, long list. Uh, Tom, you want to go? <clears throat> sure. Okay. So, um, uh, documentaries been watching those too. I just watched and, and Josh, I did not do this for you, but I just watched a documentary called night will fall. Have you heard of this? It's a documentary that was made on a documentary about the Holocaust um, unveiling when they were liberated, but it was shelled for 70 years because it was so disturbing what they made the German citizens do. They actually paraded them through these camps because they were all denying it. Oh. And mm. they were very upset about this. And it got so graphic, they decided they needed a Hollywood filmmaker to help direct it. Turned out to be... Kevin, Kevin Smith? Smith? No. Oh. He always makes fun of me for this. <clears throat> Stanley Kubrick? 1945. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, oh. Hitchcock. So okay. he comes yeah, and, I, and I, I didn't even uh, plan on it. Um, it's, so it was a documentary about a documentary? Yeah. So they show you some of the original footage, but it's a documentary and a documentary because why was it shelled for 70 years? Mm -hmm. I see. Well, politically, uh, Britain and America were now trying to be friends with Germany against Russia. So they shelved it because it's so drastic. Anyway, it's really fascinating. Um, I just it happened to be on, so I had to watch it. Escape from New York. I've seen it fifty million times, but if it's on, I'm gonna watch it. Um, because of what we're gonna talk about later, I rewatched A Simple Plan. Yeah, and just did that two nights ago, and I discovered this series on Amazon called Sneaky Pete. I've heard good things about it that. It is fantastic. Nice. Okay. So it's 10 episodes on, if you like con movies, do you like The Sting? Anybody ever watch The Sting? Oh yeah, I love The Sting. It's the long con. So it's 10 episodes of how 
you play a long con. You guys have okay. heard that term? Mm-hmm. So it's not like the short con or whatever. It's it's fantastic. <clears throat> uh, Giovanni Ribisi is in it, and Brian. Which I like him a lot. And Brian too. Cranston um, is the executive producer. Yeah. Okay. He's in it. And oh, wow. sold. Excellent. And sold. And sold. <laughs> so that's that's me. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to jump in then. I guess we're going around the table. Uh, I, I too saw Logan. Absolutely amazing movie. Great. I encourage anybody to go out and see that. Uh, I'm going to throw out the ones that people will probably chuckle at and whatever. Uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I ran across it on Netflix. It has the musical aspect, which everybody knows I love. <laughs> Not heard of that. Who's in that? Uh, t- Rachel Nobody. Bloom. She's a YouTuber. Okay. But they're in their third season. She won a Golden Globe for it. Okay. Oh, wow. For her performance. So it's not like it's just a, well, it could still be a piece of crap, but it's a recognized piece of crap. <laughs> uh, Workaholics has their newest season coming up, their final season. And I would, uh, I love stupid humor. So that's why I like that. Um, I saw a documentary, Beware the Slender Man, which actually is a documentary about the two young girls who took their best friend out into the woods and stabbed her mm-hmm. 19 times. Uh, thinking that her death would bring forth the Slender Man and then they could go and live with him in his mansion. So one Ew. of those wacky comedies that you like. Exactly, yeah. exactly. One of those wacky <laughs> not, comedies. Not wow. at all. That's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a movie called Hell Baby. Hell Baby? That I sounds encourage, like a winner. I encourage everybody to not watch this one. Okay. Oh. Uh, it actually had a really good cast of people. I mean, Rob Cordroy's in it and some other uh, well known comic actors but it was just so absolutely horrible that i it's one of those where I might be thinking there are very few movies i've actually shut off and uh-huh. i was very close to shutting this one off um but the other one that i saw is since we last met um and is probably one of my favorite films so far of 2017 and probably in the past five years at least get out yeah Can't uh, to, to me that. the only bad yeah, thing about this movie that. was the title yeah. Um, the movie was exceptional. Well, yeah. every, yeah, Amazing. it's getting a lot of good critical ratings. Well, even on uh, <clears throat> Rotten Tomatoes, I think they're still like at a 99% rating. I saw an interview with him and he said the, the monster in the movie, this is from the director, is racism. Does that make sense? Yes and no. Okay. Well, this is coming from the director and mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting. No, it, it, it and he's a comedic <coughs> yeah. guy. And it's definitely a very, very strong overtone to the movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's racism per se or the view of racism. Okay. But racism is definitely part of it. And of course, Walking Dead. And Walking Dead. <laughs> I cannot not watch Walking Dead. You two got to get caught up. I, I never get to catch up on Walking Dead until it drops on Netflix. And then I binge watch the oh, show. Oh, right on. Because I don't have cable. But uh, as soon as that new season always drops, I'm always, here we go. And I Greg, you haven't seen one episode, have you? <clears throat> I, I watched the first season a long, long time ago, oh, okay. and I just have not gotten caught up with it. So <laughs> when it when, when the show finally ends, I'll go back and I'll rewatch they're it. They're guaranteeing <laughs> nine seasons, if not more. They're signed through that's nine. Like, that's but like, they, but they're, the ratings actually are dropping, yeah, a which bit. is the weirdest thing. So Maybe because they killed off... Well, because <laughs> don't say it. No, no because <clears throat> I think and they recognize that that was handled so brutally yeah, that they yeah. actually pulled back <clears throat> on some of the violence. Oh. There was actually more violence in Logan this in oh, really? that movie than there was in the past couple uh, episodes of, of Walking Dead. Oh so. wow, okay. 
Okay, well, since you nerds can't seem to, uh, you know, limit yourself to three, three, I had to add to my goddamn list. So here we go. Um, I recently bought the box set to um, for Halloween. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's ten movies. It's ten discs. Um, it's Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween, all the way through Rob Zombie's Halloween too. Um, and I hadn't. Fuck you. Am I too loud? Jesus. Yeah, no, you keep oh, moving uh, back and forth from the microphone. So oh, do you want me to just settle right here? Would that make everybody just stop being so use your, use your fucking animated? Voice. Um, so I hadn't seen Halloween one, two, the originals for a really long time. So I start. I obviously started there, and then I went back. And if anybody's recently or not recently, but they've seen Halloween two, the whole thing takes place in a hospital. Which uh-huh. I forgot. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, the first 10 minutes takes place in the hospital, and then they move out. Um, so when I was watching that, I was like, well, when do they leave the hospital? And they never did. So um, I've been kind of working my way through that box set. So that's been fun. Uh, I watched, I uh, restarted watching Spartacus. Did anybody oh watch that? Oh my God, I love one? that movie. Spar- no, not the movie. Oh, the okay. TV show. <laughs> That was on. Um, of course, you love the movie. <laughs> it was on Stars <laughs> way back. Um, it's on Netflix now, and if you have not seen it, it's four seasons, I think, and it's fucking. It awesome. really is good. Okay, it's I'll check it awesome. Out. Um, it's it. it's really really good. Um, did you ever see the movie Three Hundred? Yeah, no. It's shot I love a lot. Three hundred. Yeah, it's shot a lot like that. It's shot very kind of like comic book style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super good though. Um, my wife and I started watching the Santa Clarita diet. Uh, is that funny? It's really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Timothy Oliphant is a little bit, but see, and I disagree with you cause I, I think he's got some of the best lines. I have yeah. Not watched, that. yeah. That's the Drew Barrymore um, one, right? It uh-huh. is Drew so Barrymore. we're about halfway through that. It's really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. It's good. different. It's a little bit different. Cause she's a zombie um, or something, right? It's a little bit of a new take. Yeah. Um, and that's my, Josh's three, so let's move on. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm, I'm going to keep going. I took uh, my son, my youngest son, Mason, wanted to go see the Lego Batman movie. How was it? So it's really, oh, it's what, a lot of fun. What's his Good. name? Is, a, is funny. Will Arnett. Um, yes. Will Arnett. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I was like, oh my God, why do we, can we go see Get Out? He wasn't into that. So <laughs> we, went and saw, why. Hey, we went and saw the Lego Batman movie. Well, I love the Lego movie. Um, <sighs> I started working. Right now, they're airing the last season of Bates Motel. So I restarted watching Bates Motel Mm because I have not. I watched through like halfway through season three and I stopped watching because I got bored. So I started up again and I'm going to try to work my way through that because I heard it getting getting into season four. It got really good again. So I started watching that. And then the last movie I watched, uh, really watched, was I sat down and watched a movie called The Monster. And uh, honestly, there's oh, yeah. actually oh, yeah. Greg and I need to add that to our list. Yes, we watched it for last week. Actually, there's a monster in that movie, but I think the the real monster in that movie is alcoholism. Um, did you guys finish it? Yes. yes. Yeah, that's a big monster in that movie is yeah. alcoholism. Ag- agreed. I the movie couldn't <clears throat> really figure out what it was trying to be because it was two really good movies yeah. smashed together to yeah. make a yeah, decent right. movie. I dug it. Um, <clears throat> that. The, the two actors, again, two actors in a car, pretty much the whole movie mm-hmm. is hard to do. Right. But um, going the, the going back and forth with the flashbacks and everything, it's... That was rough. You're like, yeah. okay. That was rough. What's the real monster? So, so let's not discuss that in depth because we can add that to a... We can do a the discussion podcast. Yeah. yeah. Sure. 
So that is what we've been watching. Um, if you have not seen any of those titles, uh, you know, pick and choose what we uh, talked about. And uh, go peep them out because most of them, I'm sure, are on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or any of the other streaming sites that you can find out there. But tonight, moving on to our feature film that we all watched, we did a little bit of a... I, I know I threw out like four movies, I think, to watch for the podcast. I kept going back and forth like, let's watch this or let's do this or let's do that. And then a week and a half ago now, Bill Paxton died. Rest in peace, Bill. Yeah. And so I threw out a movie within the last few days knowing that we were going to podcast. And I was like, let's watch Frailty. Um, I hadn't seen that since it first came out. And I didn't remember it very well. I don't think Greg or Patrick had ever seen it. No, I've never seen it. And Tom praised that movie. I've I've seen it four times. Yeah. uh, It's on Netflix right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tonight we're going to talk about... uh, we're going to talk about frailty. So, uh, again, who wants to start? Well, let's do the synopsis. Does, yeah, thank yep. you, Patrick. Frailty. And we, and we could do spoilers, right? <coughs> yeah, it was 2001, So, FBI agent Wesley Doyle is startled by the spontaneous declaration of youngster Fenton Meeks <laughs> about how his father's delusions to have a divine mission as avenging angel required him and his brother Adam to become his demon-slaying murder accomplices. But when Doyle accepts to be shown concealed victims' graves, the plot twists in the present just as gruesomely. Tomato meter rating, 73%. Audience rating, 78%. IMDb gave it a 7.3 with Metascore at 64%. Who thinks that... Sorry, I just walked away from the mic. Who thinks that, A, out of the gate, that Rotten Tomatoes score is low? I, I do. Anybody? Or do they think it's fair? I to, to me, I think, to me, I, I go by the audience score better than the, the critiques, uh, the critics on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I think 78 is... It's probably, that's good for a I, horror I think movie, that's though. probably good for a horror movie. That's really good for a horror movie. Um, <laughs> I, the one thing I did not put into the description of this, this was uh, Bill Paxton's directorial debut. Yeah. Which I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. He's directed two movies. What was, was the other one? Actually, I, actually I, there was four I think, I think there was four that he directed. I thought I'm on uh, it. it said two. Um, so Tom, since you are the kind of the most, you know, I, really I just, like senior on this movie, like you've seen it a few different times, right? Because Patrick's actually the most senior. Yes, but oh, you've seen this movie. Oh, but you've <laughs> seen this movie probably okay, more so than like, the rest of us. Do so you want to start? Yeah, sure. So I saw this probably when it first came out, and I've always liked Bill Paxton. I think he's a, a a really good actor who always adds a quirkiness to his performances or just something he adds. Um, and I thought, well, I'll give this a shot knowing that he directed it. And it starts out actually, uh, two boys who are brothers have a dad that you think is absolutely crazy because he believes in demons, uh, yeah. that he can see them. God has given him this list that he has to kill. He uses his kids um, in order to kill these these people, um, he throws them in lo- this little, uh, what would you call that? A dungeon? Like a, uh, well, it's the yeah. shed. He it's put a shed. Like a, he, he made his own bread. son build. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's told through the point of view of, I think it's Fenton, the older kid, who you identify with him. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's doing a, air quotes. There, there's a quote to that. Yeah. And you see it through his eyes and you see that um, uh, he thinks his dad is just absolutely crazy. 
Yeah. And that's what you think. And so he he tries different things in order to stop his dad. He tries to get a sheriff to help him, gets bumped off. He uh, ends up being imprisoned um, by his dad in the shed. And I, I'm going to leave the plot with that. I like it because I think the all the acting is really good. There's two pretty big twists, I think. Three. Is there three? I think I was okay. There, I think there's three. <clears throat> and yeah. um, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll leave it at that. What, what do you guys think? Uh, this is pretty fresh because I just finished watching it about ten minutes before you guys okay. got here. Okay. Um, and I, I I didn't make notes as I was going along. Um, it at one point I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. Really, and I think. I don't know if that was the way I was intended to be or anything like that. So by the time I finished watching this, I didn't know necessarily what reality was by the end. Okay. Um, where'd if, you, where'd you get lost? It, I could see that. It wasn't when they were switching and stuff like that. It's like, we, we should is explain there, that too. That there's, there's, <clears throat> I mean, we're giving spoilers, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Spoil away. Because the main story you see happens in the past. Right. The, it's being with told the two boys. by. Yeah. Right. Right. But, but the twist is he, it's not the older brother telling the story. He's actually the younger, younger brother. brother. It's, it's actually Adam. Yeah. Adam instead of. Yeah. yeah. So Fenton was the kid that. It goes against the dad and yeah, the yeah, yeah, what right. you think is the same, the good guy, the protagonist, yeah. ends up becoming a serial killer in real life who's also a demon. Right. And I got all that, but what I couldn't get is, was the demon stuff actual yes. or is he crazy? I think it's actual. That's, I think it's that, actual. That's my take. Okay. I think they want you to think he's crazy mm-hmm. up until... they about. That movie is an hour and 40 minutes, about an hour, hour and 35 hour, minutes yeah, and of that movie is, you don't know. You actually, they tell well, you it's, been a, it's been about a year since I've seen it, but you actually see him at one point in the movie, I believe, touch somebody. Yeah. Do well, see his Bill, Bill pa- yeah. yeah, Bill Paxton touches everybody, but you don't see those visions until, until yeah, Adam talks about yeah, it at yeah. the right. end. And what made me think that he was a demon, no, demon slayer. Was right. that at the very end when he shook the FBI agent's hand when he was the sheriff? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, And he yep, shook the yep. and his line to him was, "You're, you're a good you're man." You're a good man. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because there was <clears throat> there was no weirdness there with the rest of it, and that's what made me believe. Well, and and but and, the but my my <clears throat> problem with it though is if he's is he a demon slayer or is he just another person killing other bad right. people? I didn't really see him as a as something from God. The, the God's thing, hand. The thing yeah. that that I think that makes it yes, it's all real is the FBI agents go back and they look at the videotape and it's all blurred out. You can't yep. see him. Yeah, and, yeah. And if you go back and watch it, he has a line that says something to the guy before he kills the detective. He's like, "Don't worry, they're not going to be able to see me. They can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't be recorded. Yeah. They can't be." And then all the FBI God will agents. Protect me. The guy he shakes the hand doesn't even remember who he is. Right, right. right. And he so, even says that earlier. He says, you know, I I, I met the guy, but it's just a blur. Right. I can't. That's to me yeah. was it. And yes, that comes at the last very yeah, second. Yeah. Right. But. And the other thing that I had a question about is when they went to Fenton's house at the end. Okay. They're looking, the they're looking for the dead FBI agent. Uh, they go to his house and they find a body in the basement. And the, the one guy says, is it? The FBI agent, he yeah, says, yeah. no, it's somebody else. Was that Fenton then? I would assume the, it's because they, they found the FBI agent's yeah. billfold. Billfold. 
But I would assume it was... But that was planted by Adam with the body. Right, because Fenton was apparently collecting pieces from each of the victims that he was killing, so... So did Adam... Did Adam kill Fenton, or did he, in fact, shoot himself like it was in the beginning of the movie? I was thinking Adam did for some reason, but it's been a while. It's been over a year. I mean, because it starts off with the story that Fenton is saying, well, it's my brother, and he has the flashback, and it's him calling and saying, meet me at the Rose Garden, and he puts the gun to his head and shoots himself. Well, and he he does say, if you ever have to kill me, will you put me in this? Right. Um, The thing I found either a little confusing or maybe tragic is, that boy, it seems, is really a good guy. Mm-hmm. So does Fenton become crazy or has he really always been a demon? Demon. Yeah. That's the question I don't know the answer to. Like, was he on the right path, but just witnessing this life and this abuse? And, and was Fenton's name become... on that list? I can't remember at the very end. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing it. But... Because didn't his dad say, you know, I need to kill you, but I can't? He does. That's why he, he puts him in the cellar. He says, you got to... Uh, find God. Right. Yeah. And it's that, that whole, demon it's too. that whole Abraham thing yeah. Yeah. as well. See, that's where I thought maybe he actually went crazy was when he gets thrown in that cellar. And it, it yeah. might've, it might've helped with, I mean, seeing your dad whack a couple guys yeah. with an ax. And, and that's, your, that's, that's not going to help your, your sanity. No, not at all. And your younger brother. Does exactly. he witness his younger brother kill? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because his younger brother kills the, the one Guy who actually fought back. Right. Um, I can't think of his name. Really, Something white. He didn't really fight back, did he? Because his son he, his son whacked his dad and then took off the... T- oh, I know what the, you're saying. The in scene the, where in the garage. In the garage. Yeah. 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 Greg. Um, this is one of those movies... You don't come across them very often, but it's one of those movies... You love it and you hate it at the exact same time. I, I love it because the talent that came out of that movie... And including Matthew McConaughey... Right. Mm-hmm was phenomenal. Bill Paxton in this role, I mean, it's it's a tribute to his life because of the talent that he was. Yeah. He was so chill in this role <laughs> and he did not need to be. I mean, you put anybody else in this role and they would have been like wide-eyed psycho. Right, right. We have to kill these demon people. We got to bring them yeah. here. We got to use the gloves and be the hand of God. And he was just like, no, we got to do this. God came to, we got to go kill these people. We got to find them and we got to do this exactly as God told me. Yeah, that's friggin' creepy as crap. It's scary. And I thought uh, Bill Paxton pulled that off amazingly. Um, I hate it because I'm sure that there's somebody out there that is probably like this. You know, you get the religious nuts who believe that all this crap. And myself being a religious person, I I don't see that side of of God. Uh, I don't see him reaching out to people and saying, yeah, you got to start killing some people because they're, they're bad. That's again, that this isn't a a religious debate. This is a movie debate. I'm not going to go down that road. Um, I, so the content of the story itself is, is something you don't, I I don't subscribe to it per se. Um, I thought how they portrayed it was very intriguing. Um, it had me going over a couple questions in my mind, but, um, the whole, the whole of it, um, I had a thought and I lost it. Shit. Silence. <laughs> Gotta fill the hole. Somebody fill That's the what hole. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> let's just, I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll go down through my notes. Uh, the voiceover narration really took me out of the story. And. Which is Matthew McConaughey. The yeah, Matthew right. McConaughey part where, yeah, you would go into the flashbacks. And that's where I was really captivated was actually getting to see uh, the young Fenton and Adam being raised by. <laughs> 
uh, Bill Paxton, the dad. Does Bill have a name in there? I can't his remember. dad. Just so I think it's just dad. dad. Yeah. That's okay. credited as dad by the dad. And then all of a sudden, Matthew McConaughey would step in, and that's why I went and did this. It's like, oh God, nope. That just it took me out of. I me. kind of agree with that. I kind um, of agree with that. Yeah, I, I like, feel like if they would have gone more of like a, a Christmas story type narration where it's kind of following along with the story, mm-hmm. I understand why they did it, and it it did help in the end when it brought you back to the present. But I had this movie pegged from about the time that you got the list, the first list. You or, knew it was real. I I didn't know that it was real. I knew what was going to happen at the end. I knew that McConaughey. Was I didn't know he was. You didn't uh, know he was Fenton. I didn't or, know he or, was Adam. I didn't, I didn't know, know he, he was Adam, but I knew he was the killer. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, the the Adam thing caught me off guard. I knew that he was <clears throat> picking the or picking up the uh, uh, the FBI guy because he was on the list, and yeah, I just I had that pegged from really really early on. Um, let's see, there was a part in there, and I was I was going to ask you guys. Uh, why did McConaughey have to cuff himself as they were leaving the FBI building? Did you catch that? I I, I took it just as the, the guy didn't want to take any risks. I mean, he's yeah. obviously dealing with someone who's on the edge mm-hmm. or whatever. And just, I think just taking a precaution, but why he had to cuff himself. I don't know why the guy couldn't cuff him. That That's what I thought was weird because he's sitting up there and he's saying, my brother's a serial killer. He's the one that's killed. I'm going to, I can't sit here and live with myself with th- this knowledge and not tell somebody. And then they walk out. It's like, okay, you have to cuff yourself. It's like, you don't know that he's the killer. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to cuff himself? Why does he have to sit in the back seat of the cop car? I don't know. It was just something that uh, kind of caught me. Um, the music in this film steals it, especially when uh, Bill touches the the people and experiences the demons. I thought the the soundtrack of this entire film is what made this film what it was. It's just beautifully done, uh, hit in all the right spots. It was just really. Really well done. I, I have to piggyback on one of your, your points when, when you said the, the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we got that flashback, I was like, and that's actually it's not a flashback. It's to the present. Flash forward? Flash forward. When it was McConaughey <laughs> and these guys, I was like, oh, dang it. Because I was so wrapped up in the story. Exactly. And I thought it would have been better. It would have been better if couldn't they have just done the whole story and then do something at the end? Like, do we have to constantly get out of the story that I thought was pretty gripping. And that that's the part that I'm having the hardest part about this. And one of the reasons I didn't really like the movie was I, I want it to not be in the told in a, a flashback voiceover format, but could you really have told that story in a different way? Yeah. I mean, could you have gone chronologically and had the same yeah. effect? I, I, I don't, don't know. think you don't could, know. but, but you may not need as many. Flashbacks. As, yeah. It, True. It just was, or whatever flashboards. Yeah. So let's go real quick around the table <laughs> and, um, and hit on, who saw the twists? Who saw them coming? All three of them. What are the three? What are, what are the three? The okay, one so McCon- everybody we already talked about, everybody knew that or figured out that Matthew McConaughey was the killer. Mm-hmm. I saw that right away. Who yeah, saw that too. it was Adam and not I kind of got Fenton. that about halfway through. No, I, I didn't okay. catch that. I didn't catch that it was Adam. And then who caught that the FBI agent is the one that actually killed his mother? No, I didn't no. see that coming. I didn't catch that one. Either. I caught no. that one too. <clears throat> but but and th- there's another twist too. Really though, it, it happens early and you figure it out early. But you don't know that he really sees demons. I mean, what what I like about it is in the beginning, I assume he's crazy. He's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. 
And even if they show you things like he's that putting he, on a show for his kids, I think as he's far crazy. as like the jolting think, and everything going. I just, no, I, I, I think he's I, crazy. I, I think he I think truly believes Ill. what he's yes, saying. I do too. Okay, but that he's crazy. And the drama I thought was trying to figure out how this boy is going to get out of this situation. Right. Right. And that's that to me was kind of a twist too. Unless you, I mean, did you know right away? Did you assume he he really did see demons and they were real? That one I didn't even think about. Oh, okay. I was sitting there trying to go. I was sitting there going, okay. I've now figured out that this guy is Adam before they got to the Rose Garden. It was in the car when they were doing some back and forth. I got okay. that one. Okay. And then it was like right before they were doing a dialogue. So I didn't really see it coming, but I kind of figured it out in the dialogue that the sheriff was the one or the FBI agent was the one that killed his own mother. I liked it. I liked that he kept coming back to the picture on the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, I liked well, that he kept I figured something was up, but I didn't know what it was. That's, that's kind of like what... he knew. Like, why does he keep asking about the yeah. picture on the desk? He knows something <clears throat> that they haven't told us yet. And when they started going, uh, when he started going to those, that's kind of how I figured out. Okay, McConaughey is the killer. I've got that figured yeah. out. I thought that McConaughey had killed. <laughs> The mother because of her misdeeds. That's what I had thought. Yeah, okay. I, I thought Powers Booth, the detective, whatever. I thought he was probably a good guy up until it's revealed what he did. And then the last one, and I'm not sure if it's a, spo- a twist really at all, but he was the sheriff at the end of the movie. Like, that, who saw that coming? I, I didn't did, see that. Yeah, I didn't either. So I thought that was a nice little like. Oh, the McConaughey Fuck you at the end of the movie, like, but that, I killed everybody. I've gotten away with it, and now I'm fucking in charge. That so, kind of that kind of lends itself a little bit more to the: is this real or is this is this the real life or is this fantasy? Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, um, and also, how much did his wife know at the very end when she comes out? You know, the, the pregnant wife, secretary, whatever, yeah. and she comes out, and, and it's like, oh, we're good, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, does she know what's going on with him? I would yeah. assume so. Well, I mean, yeah. well and, and another way to look at it is if you, it's kind of going what you're saying, is he a good guy then? If he's right. really doing God's work, whether or not you, you like that content, I think that's what I've got out of it. That, yeah. Of course I, he's a sheriff. He's a good guy. He's, I mean, he's crazy. He's killing people, but according to what yeah. they're trying to tell you is. Right. And see, that's where I, I don't believe that don't he is. Wanna, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't believe that he is seeing. I mean, he's he's probably hearing this stuff and he's seeing this stuff because he's crazy. But now that he's the sheriff, he can get away with it. And so he's just working his way up to be able to continue that. So and, the, and that's not. Is, that's he gonna is he going to continue that or not? The list is complete. Yeah. Yeah. Or will he get a new list? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God I, they do a, a I do have one other question is, oh. is when did Adam get the ability to see if someone was a demon or not? Because earlier in the movie, you know, he came up with that list and his dad and his dad say, no, you just made up that list. That's true. But does, isn't there a scene so do you think in that, the barn? I feel like the, it was the first time that he actually had him swing the axe and kill somebody. When, when he when whispered he to his son. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. He said, and I think he said at that point, finish the list. Yeah. And when he killed him, maybe maybe that's when he developed yeah. that ability. I, I don't know. Because, so, because even again, Ben <clears throat> Fenton, the whatever, mm-hmm. is is really truly alone. And did anybody right. see that one coming brother. either? Did anybody see that coming? That Fenton was going to swing and kill his dad. No, no, that completely. I thought that uh, was great too. Nah, that <laughs> um, beyond Bill Paxton being really great in this movie, and the two kids being really really good in this movie, yeah, Matthew McConaughey carried this movie. Really, he was fantastic. And beyond. Uh, true detective. I haven't seen him play anything really like this part. He does a lot of 
rom-com yeah. shit. I don't know. Cause um, like the, 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 the buyer, uh, Dallas buyers club and things yeah, like I'm that. Talking before, I'm talking before, oh, before that. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Matthew McConaughey before he became Matthew McConaughey, where right. he was stuck okay. in that yeah. leading man. I'm just good looking role. And he decided to say, I don't want to do this stuff anymore. Um, U571. Oh, yeah. He played a really good role, also with Bill Paxton in it. Yep. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good call. Hey, can we real quick say our favorite Bill Paxton movie? Yeah. I wanted to to talk about him anyway. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. We have a couple minutes. Yeah. So I went back, and this is hard because I like a lot of his stuff. (laughs) And I did pick a simple plan. Have you guys seen this movie? I haven't. We talked about that the other other night. I have not seen Simple Plan yet. So uh, a good guy that gets caught up in. A crime they Thornton, commit. Right? What's Bob that? Thornton's also in that? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. And because of the, that he gets caught up in this thing and things start to spin out of his control, becomes a bad guy. And he, <clears throat> he just nails it. Simple plan. Patrick. I can't really nail a movie for him because to me, Bill Paxton was an everyman style actor. He could play, he could play, he could play every guy. You know, yeah. he he was just he was talented in just that normal straight man thing. But I loved it when he played sleazy characters such as what he did in True Lies. True Lies. The car salesman. <laughs> just I mean, he's, that was he's, awesome. He's great. At that. Um, you know, and I loved him in Aliens. Uh, yeah. Game over, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, but, and He's Apollo, Apollo yeah. 13, I thought yeah. he was amazing in, yeah. but Twist I thought some movie. of his best work was actually not on the big screen. It was on a show on oh, HBO called big love. And show. I thought he was just absolutely outstanding in that series. It's a good, it's a good show. Um, I liked him as the, I, I, so he played Chet in weird science. Oh, yeah. oh, that was always, yeah. Yeah. Older he played a big pile of shit. And, um, <laughs> and then, uh, I think the go-to for Bill Paxton really, when people go, talking about Bill Paxton movies, everybody's going to bring up Twister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Twister was just, I mean, carried that movie. And yeah. Twister introduced us to a lot of, you know, Oh yeah. People that we didn't, you know, uh, uh, shit. Another, another guy that died. And I can't think of his Philip name. Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That put him um, on the map. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, Twister is fantastic. I love Twister. So that's, you know, again, I love alien. Um, and uh, he was in Terminator. He mm-hmm. was. And, yep. uh, Terminator. So, but yeah, Twister would be the one I would go with if I was going to watch a Bill Paxton movie right now. I, there's so many good roles that he's played. You know, I wish that he had a little bit bigger role in True Lies because I mm-hmm. love that character right. he played right. in there. Cameo. Um, I, I want to pick roles of his where he was dominant throughout the movie. So Twister is a huge <laughs> one. Apollo 13 is probably my highest one. Um Another one that he did that was awesome was Tombstone. Okay, that's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he also he also played in a. It, the movie was stupidly terrible, but I loved his character because he was just a he was a, a wisecracking asshole. It was uh, Club Dread, Broken Lizard. Oh yeah, Broken the Lizard. The guys who did uh, Super oh, Troopers. Yeah, yeah. Super Troopers. Yeah, yeah. Wisecracking asshole. He was hilarious. The movie was stupidly funny. No. Hey, is a movie called One False Move on there? I will check. So do you this, remember when it was? As soon as he no, as soon as he passed away, like <clears throat> all of the little Hollywood people that did the Twitter feed said, "This is the movie you have to watch." His best performance ever. I think it's called One False Move. One hmm. False Move. I'll have to um, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Well, Greg is is looking. I'm going to multitask because we got to wrap up the minute forecast on a scale from one to ten. Patrick Fierty. What are you getting? What are you, what are you, what are we giving it? Uh, for me personally, a seven. Seven. Pat, uh, Tom, what are we giving for LT? I'll give it an eight. Eight. Seven as well. 
Tom, uh, Greg says seven, and I was going to go with Tom. I was going to say living in the eight area. So we're going to give Fidelity a 7.5 on the Midnight Frightcast scale. Yeah, I just made that up just now. Excellent. 7.5 on the Midnight Fright scale. And uh, <clears throat> for that, while Tom was over there looking at one false move, let's wrap up the Midnight Frightcast plugs. Greg, go. You can find Greg the Movie Guy's blog spot at gregthemovieguy.blogpost.com. Posting up some uh, great movies there for you. I got Logan on the hopper. It is in the works. And I hope to uh, keep those plugging through. Uh, that's all I got for now. Uh, Tom? Don't have anything. No false moves? Okay. Tom, <laughs> Patrick, you plugging anything? Uh, I'm going to plug our next short that we're going to start up uh, this upcoming weekend, yes. uh, going into the next weekend called <clears throat> Ghost Hunter. It's our uh, entry to the 2017 Prairie Lights Film Festival. Uh, really excited getting into that one. So check out our website as we post updates and pictures and backstage an- antics. So our website is uh, MidnightFrightFilms.com. You can also find us on Midnight Fright Films on Facebook. And don't forget to love us on the Midnight Frightcast. Since Tom has now found one false move. One false move. <laughs> uh, go, uh, one false move. Uh, we'll be on the next Frightcast. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, with, uh, with uh, Frailty and with the Midnight Frightcast and everything else we talked about, I'm Josh. You got Patrick and Tom. And Greg. Check out our Instagram. Check out our In- Instagram. Are we posting things there? Oh, dude, we're getting lit up. Really? We will be, we will be also from Ghost Hunters. Sweet. So check Excellent. all those things out. Love us, like us, do what uh, do we need to do. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. All this right. one's for you, Bill. Bill.